Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Okay, well, you'll just have to deal with some tip taps. Hi. You're gonna hear some, <laughs> some tippy tappies. That's fine. They'll settle down. They'll settle. Y'all can deal with it. Yeah. This is our, our podcast. podcast. <laughs> okay, hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? It's so nice to see you, I know, IRL. So nice to see you too. Girls Day. Girls Day. Hey. We're gonna do a craft. Heck yeah, we're going to do a craft. I keep telling people that we're building a miniature greenhouse, but they think it's a real life, but it's not. It's not. It's, I don't know, like, I don't know what to call it other than a miniature. It's a miniature. Mm-hmm. Like a miniature craft. It's a miniature craft. Yeah. Like you would build yeah. a, like you would build a car or whatever. Yeah. But this one's a greenhouse. It's a greenhouse. Exactly. <laughs> it's excited. really not that hard of a concept to grasp. Mm-mm. What's new anyway, with you? Nothing. Not one thing. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Same. I was just trying to think, like, if anything is new. Same no. here. Same. Nothing. Not one thing. No. What are you reading? I'm reading the same book, Never Saw Me Coming. It's a big book. I didn't realize that. How Oops. many hours? Um, I just do the pages, and then I do my uh, hours of... Chapters? Yeah. How many my... pages? It's almost 400 pages. Dang. But it's a good book. Yeah. And I'm only like a quarter of the way through. Dang. Yeah. That's nice though. Yeah, it's good. Cool. So far. Good. Have you taken a look at Scribed? No, I haven't. Girl! I saved Firekeeper's Daughter so okay. that you could go and have a little look. Okay. If you wanted to. Okay, okay. Um, I'm a busy person. Uh... <laughs> I know. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Super busy. I read a book. I finished okay. a book. Okay, okay. <laughs> I read the final girl support group. <laughs> the real? The <laughs> yeah. real? Okay, good, good. Yeah, it was good. It was a good. It book. was a good book. Yeah, yeah. I think I like this author, Grady Hendrix. Mm-hmm. I want to. They or was there was another one? Something the about, Southern Vampire yeah. Group. Yes. Club. And there was like another one about was it babysitting? Uh, no there's an exorcism yes yes yeah. yeah my best friend's exorcism yes, or something yes like that. and the cover yeah. of the book is like an 80s movie yeah 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 so this author definitely has like a niche yeah um and it was good mm-hmm. is this really annoying ruby walking around do you think oh brandy's also whining so <laughs> we've got some unstable dogs <laughs> they're like I don't they're know. just matching our our vibes yeah, it's true <laughs> um but yeah, the one thing that I hate, not hate, but I always struggle with, and I actually made a note from the book that we're reading, mm-hmm. is when an author throws together real stuff and fake stuff. Oh. So like fake movies and real movies, or like in this book, it was like fake serial killers and real ser- serial killers. And it's done in a way where it's like, you should just know, like mm-hmm. they don't explain it or anything. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know why, but that frustrates me so much because I'm like, who is this? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that person's not real. Right. And so I just assume that all of the names that they're throwing out are not real. Right. Until they're like, Ed Gein. And I'm like, okay, well, that's real. Yeah. So was the other, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I understand that. Like in the, in, um, they both die at the end. There's yeah. that to Howie. Okay, Mun blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the famous yeah. person yeah. who's not real. He's not real, no. But then they were talking about like Fox News. Yeah. That's real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just like the Rose Code, how you <laughs> you didn't realize that oh, it was yeah, real. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they were real. Yeah. yeah. I, I see, I find that I like that. I think it's when it's like, um, like in the, uh, that book, what was that book called? We Sold Our Souls. Mm-hmm. That was about music. Mm-hmm. And so... The main band was obviously not a real band, right. but then they would throw in real bands. I right. don't. I think I don't like when the topics, right? Like it's not necessarily that the yeah. event is real yeah. and then the situation, like the people in it, are mm-hmm. not. Like mm-hmm. that makes sense because there's a division. Yes. But when it's not that clear division, and yeah. then you're like, but then is this real? Like what is? I don't know. I okay. I <sighs> I understand that where they just like toss it in there. Yes, exactly, yes, yes. exactly. Thank okay. you. It's just like tossed okay. in there. Yeah. Like here's this band, and okay. then you're like. But wait, Metallica wait is real, yeah. and uh, this I can't remember. This spinal dirt tap work. isn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Spinal Tap is real, isn't it? But like, it's based on a movie. It's a fictional <laughs> band from a movie. Turn it, turn it to eleven. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway, there's <laughs> my tangent for the day. Grady Hendrix, good author. Good niche. author. Cool. Weird. Yeah, and I'm listening to I I can't. I had to change my password because it was compromised. But um, Summer's Book Club. Oh, No book. Exit. No Exit mm-hmm. by Taylor or something. Okay. Yeah. And the main character's name is Darby. Oh. I have a friend named Darby. Yeah, so you do. Cute. I was thinking about her. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Is it a good book? Um. Yeah. It's, again, it's really weird. This book I'm finding, I don't know if it's just because I'm listening to it, but mm-hmm. it's like she's tossing out so many brand names mm, mm-hmm. brand names okay carhartt chuck taylor's it's weird abercrombie and fit yeah just all, all the brand names American i don't know Eagle. i just find it weird because it's like i don't really need to know yeah what does that have to do with like it sets the scene like, okay i guess he's like a guy in a carhartt jacket so you know mm-hmm. he's like what that means yeah but at the same time mm-hmm. not necessarily i don't know I don't know. I'm too picky. <laughs> I'm too picky. What are... I listened to Sweet Bobby. All of it. It was crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Ten years. I know. I My heart broke when the yeah. woman was like, I don't know if I can have kids. There needs to be repercussions for what yeah. happened. Like, that's insane. Crazy. I know. Crazy. Ten years. I... Kind of, it doesn't really tie well it kind of ties into the book I'm reading just like the whole sociopath mm. like and how people in power are so because this woman from Sweet Bobby is mm-hmm. like high up mm-hmm. at banks and stuff mm-hmm. and it's like but she's a closet psychopath yeah because she can like just do what she wants and not feel bad about it like she's like i want this and yeah a wolf in sheep's clothing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah oh that's like the book yeah you're the, reading the book i'm reading is yeah i got it on my e-reader yeah mm-hmm. i actually need an, another it's like book to read yeah i i enjoy it so far and i'm only like a quarter of the way in all right mm-hmm. maybe i'll read it maybe we have some new babes <gasps> stop in the facebook group who are they 
So I'm going to shout out Brenda, Sydney, Madeline, and Ashley. Nice. And Ashley showed us her her dogs. Oh, so cute. They're so cute. I was actually chatting with Ashley on Instagram. Okay. And she sent me the photo mm-hmm. and I was like, please share this mm-hmm. in the group. Yeah. Because this is so cute. Yeah. Oh, puppy. Yeah. Reading with her. No, it's so cute. cute. I know. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. If that's you have dogs, please share. Just do it. Or, geez, any type of pet, really. Anything. Anything. A snake with a hat on? Please. We're here for it. I love the, I love snakes with hats on. <laughs> like, I actually, like, anytime somebody is says they're afraid of snakes, I'm like, but have you looked up snakes with hats on? That's the more important question. Party hats. Unicorn horns. Um, top hats. Sombreros. Top hats. Distinguished the, Giraffe gentlemen. hats. The list goes on. They're so cute. <laughs> They're so cute. I want a snake just so I can put hats on it. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, hi, babes. Um... What about we're gonna do a little break now? Oh yeah, or a little commercial, like yeah. a little. What do you call that? Um, like a little trailer yeah. swap. We're just gonna do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, have fun listening. Have fun listening. Okay. Bye. But, <laughs> but not really. Stay here. Hello, my name is Tegan, and I'm the host of the Bookstorian podcast. I'm a book lover and bookstagrammer with a ferocious need to color code. I am a drama teacher by trade, which also means I really love to talk. I have a constant thirst to talk about the books I've read, and sometimes the comment box just isn't long enough for me. Join me each Monday as I talk to bookstagrammers about their accounts, why they created them, what inspires them, and what tips they may have. We also discuss oh so many books across a range of different genres, And yes, there will be spoilers. I want to talk to people about the books they have read, and that means we're going to talk about what happens in those books. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and follow me on Instagram at the Bookstorian Podcast. And we're back. We're back, oh. And we're going to talk about our book. Yeah. They both die at the end. Part two. Part two. You go first. Okay. This chunk starts off with actually one of my favorite Mm -hmm. quotes. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is a ship in harbor is safe, but that is not what ships are built for. I love that quote. Yeah. I've loved it for a long time. Um, so that was interesting. And I think that is Mateo in a mm-hmm. nutshell. Mm-hmm. So it is 3.30 a.m. And we're with Andrea Donahue. Mm-hmm. And we know that she isn't dying today. 
Um, she is one of Deathcast's top reps, we find out. And this is the woman who called Mateo. Mateo yes. And called him Timothy. Mm-hmm. Whoops. I wonder how she's going to come back around. I wonder how, too, because, yeah, she's interesting and she's worried. Kind of. Do you think maybe they're not going to die? Or Mateo's not going to die? I think they're going to die. Because... They both die at the end. Yeah. The name of the book. (laughs) But I think they die. But I wonder how she comes back. What's the point? Okay, anyway. Um, So she's one of Deathcast's top reps. She tries to set personal records, like, every shift. But she's really not supposed to rush through them. Mm -hmm. And she's gotten in trouble for that before. Um, We also find out that she was in an accident. And she needs her job so she can pay for physical therapy. And Mm -hmm. also her daughter's tuition. Yeah. Um... (laughs) And she has a life hack quote from the book, Mm -hmm. how she does her job so well. She doesn't think of Deckers as people. No. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. That's disassociative and awful. Yeah. Um, And she also prides herself on thinking that she gives them a, quote, chance to really live. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I feel like that job wouldn't be for everybody. But like, seems like she's really thriving in it. And that's, yeah, you know. It's strange. Yeah. She's kind of like cut off. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 Rufus is on his way to Mateo's and he's like, better not be a serial killer. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's telling himself like, no, he's he's okay and he's chill, quote unquote. And it's obvious that he's just like antisocial and spends way too much time in his own head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. but he thinks that he's going to be a really good, like, last friend. And it makes him feel a lot better that he's not going to be alone mm-hmm. on that day. Mm-hmm. So I think he's trying to make the most of it. Yeah, totally. Okay, then we go to Malcolm. I was actually really surprised. I thought that it was just going to go back and forth between I Mateo and Rufus the yes. whole time. And then when I came to part two and yes. saw Andrea, I was like, weird yes i thought the same and i was also very grateful that you had mentioned these people Mm because i did i deliberately didn't write their names down last time because i was like who cares yeah they're not gonna come back Mm -hmm. well they came back they came back (laughs) so now we've got malcolm and him and tago sorry didn't tell the police anything um malcolm decided that he would get himself arrested in hopes that it would put the police off of arresting rufus like give rufus Mm -hmm. more time to get away so he's, like, kind of just being a little bit belligerent or yeah. not helping or whatever, yeah. confrontational. And then Tego joins in, but he doesn't... He didn't get the memo. He didn't get the memo. No. So he's, like, being real bad. Yeah. Um, and then they both get arrested. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck! He's like, oops, I didn't understand just the assignment. a little yeah. bit. A little bit. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. Um, and so they're in the patrol car on the way to the station, mm-hmm. and Malcolm starts to cry, there were oh, this book. No, yeah. There was some really tender moments, mm-hmm. but Malcolm starts to cry and not because he'll have a record now, but because he wasn't able to hug his friend goodbye. goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. Mm-hmm. That's sad. And I also made a note that I don't I'm sure it doesn't really mean much, but like he was kind of happy when they went outside and got into the car they could see that his bike was gone. Mm-hmm. So they were happy because they knew as soon as he was on his bike he yeah. could lose anybody, yeah. essentially. Yeah. So, like, maybe they did help them. Yeah. In a way. In a way. Um, so, there's a knock at Mateo's door. 
and he starts just spiraling with a lot of what ifs um like what if there he's like a he's a killer what if he has a gang of friends who's just gonna come and rob him whatever but it is just rufus Mm -hmm. he even like susses him out yeah peeks outside (laughs) um looks for people hiding um and rufus is like it's just me yeah i should be the one who's suspicious here but yeah you're asking me your your house house. (laughs) yeah um and so rufus is like let's go and mateo's not ready Mm -hmm. so i thought it was gonna be like a whole thing but it it and it isn't though i thought it was he was gonna really procrastinate but he does just like grab a few things and leaves yeah but rufus is really doing a good job like Mm -hmm. immediately of being Mm -hmm. like okay let's go (laughs) yeah yeah like calling him out on his shit yeah yeah and they're about to get into the elevator and rufus is like hell no we're not going (laughs) We're not going to be one of those people who end up dying in an elevator. He's like, we're deckers. We can't get in an elevator. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a bit of hesitation as Mateo leaves, but he makes it outside. Mm-hmm. Mateo asks, "What? what's the plan for today? Mm-hmm. And Rufus is very go with the flow. Mm-hmm. So Mateo starts having a bit of a panic mm-hmm. um, and spiraling. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's not going to work. What if we're, like, the two of us together is just, like, a hot zone mm-hmm. of death mm-hmm. and everything like that. He's very, I think he's very, like, about to turn around and go back home. He got some anxiety. Yes. Yes. He got some anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rufus is realizing this, and he's, like, a really good voice of reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just straight up tells him, like, don't do that to mm-hmm. yourself. The what ifs aren't going to, like, help you. Mm-hmm. He tells Rufus that he's going to need some time to, like come to terms with this kind of quote-unquote new lifestyle mm-hmm. for him on his la- last day mm-hmm. um, before he can get on the same level right. as Rufus. And Rufus appreciates that, like him telling him, which is good. And that's good. For, I feel like that's really a first step for Mateo, actually like vocalizing and saying like, yeah, I like need... communicating it. I need... It's going to take me a bit mm-hmm. to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Mateo tells Rufus that there's two things he wants to do, and that is to see his dad and Lydia. Mm-hmm. Um, Rufus is cool with that, and they are on their way, and they come across a dead bird in the road, <laughs> which is sad, but it shows Mateo's character that, like, he is adamant on, like, hosting a little funeral for mm-hmm. this bird. Mm-hmm. So he, like, picks up the bird, mm-hmm. or Rufus helps him pick up the bird, and they give him a little funeral. Well, he buries it. Yes. And um, his head's not attached also. It was like Dumb and Dumber where they like tape the head back on. <laughs> and they give it to the about. blind the blind child. I do not know what you're talking oh, okay. about. It <laughs> um, sounds funny. In Dumb and Dumber, they like try. I know, tried, I, don't. Oh, they, I don't think I've ever seen it. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's not for me. Okay. Well, remember how you haven't seen The Notebook? Iconic. Romance. Iconic. Dumb and Dumber. Iconic. <laughs> I guess we're two different people. I guess. <laughs> I like the quote that Mateo kind of had at the end. And he just said, like, I hope someone is this kind to us when it's all over. Yeah. Which, yeah, I think that's what anybody could hope for. Yeah. Are you a bury a bird type of person? Yeah, I'd bury a bird. I'd bury a bird, too. Rufus also takes a pic of him. Because mm-hmm. Rufus is, likes to take them pics. Then now we're from Rufus's perspective. He mm-hmm. thinks that Mateo is pure. And that mm-hmm. it's like cute. And I'm like, yes. yes, that is pretty dang pure. They're on their way to say goodbye to his dad. 
Um, they decide to take the subway. Mm-hmm. There's like a whole thing. This was kind of weird. But Rufus gets on a car and it seems to be like a party car. Mm-hmm. And Mateo gets on like a quieter one. And then Rufus ends up turning down a girl so that he can stick with Mateo. So it's kind of nice that we're seeing like that he's there. He's already pretty loyal to him. Mm-hmm. Like he's not just going to ditch him. Yeah. Um, and then he ends up going over to Mateo's car and he can see that he's like super anxious. Um, so he starts, he asks him to like expand upon what he said earlier about the robots, which I thought was really mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah. Like, that's such a nice thing yeah. to see someone spiraling and then try to like pull them out of it mm-hmm. by just like asking them. Like he could, he yeah. knows that Mateo obviously had an interest, interest in this robot thing. So he's yeah. like, this theory, tell me yeah. more about it. Like, yeah. It was really nice. I really do appreciate Mateo or Ru- Rufus in this yeah. friendship. Yeah. Yeah. I like him too. Um, And then that kind of ends with Rufus not really banking on it being a memorable end day yeah. due to Mateo's <laughs> lack of being a daredevil. Um, although he does think that Mateo's attitude might keep him alive longer. <laughs> True. Well, I mean, yeah double-edged sword i guess yeah and i do appreciate rufus's kind of like humor yeah in that that kind of this chapter yeah. he was like you know i turned down going and like sleeping with a girl yeah. very like you so <laughs> yeah. you better like and then he's like and we don't have to worry about the robots taking over yeah. either yeah. <laughs> like don't yeah <laughs> don't die yeah so. um so then we meet back up with amy mm-hmm. um, amy dubois um and she is i don't know it's it's strange because it's they're leaving so they're walking down um the road it seems seems like well she is very mad and um she realizes that she's already lost rufus because Mm -hmm. of peck's actions Mm -hmm. um she calls him a monster, asks him why he even did that. Um, and she says, if I can't see him, I don't want to see you. Mm-hmm. And Peck walks away and leaves Amy there. And she's left, like, wondering where she stands with Peck mm-hmm. and even herself. Mm-hmm. So she's very conflicted right now. Mm-hmm. And, like, later on we see, but, like, she's not sure um if they're even like broken up right now does she like her impact yeah her yeah. impact yeah. yeah it's a strange way to yeah. leave off which i didn't oh, i don't like peck but anyways i don't like him either who leaves just a woman uh, anyways he seems like uh, like a douche yeah do you want to take this next part it's too sad okay <laughs> um so mateo feels like he's failing to break out he feels like he's letting rufus down because he didn't want to party um and it's not that he didn't want to be in the party it's that he doesn't want to disappoint others or embarrass himself Mm -hmm. so you can really see that he's held back by his own thoughts Mm -hmm. about himself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so they make it to the hospital and I really, this was sweet. The person at the desk was like, no, visiting hours over. Rufus is like, look, he wants to see his dad. He's dying. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. let him go see yeah. him. Um, so that was really nice that Rufus stood up for Mateo. Because Mateo even says, like, I would have just gone outside and, like, cried. Cried and waited. <laughs> and yeah. waited until yeah. I could go and see him. Mm-hmm. 
and hope that he stayed alive. Exactly. Rufus is also really hopeful that he is serious about opening himself up for new experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says he will once he says goodbye. Mm-hmm. So it also kind of touches on death cast, but I don't think I'm going to get too into it, but it's really changed like the aspect of hospitals and yeah, they work closely together. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Rufus finds out also that his dad's in a coma, which mm-hmm. he's like, what? You yeah, didn't did tell you me that? that? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Mateo's dad has been in the hospital for two weeks. Um, we find out that he had a stroke at work. And um, the thing that is giving Mateo some comfort in this is that he doesn't have to worry about getting the call, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, from, about his dad, yeah. which is something he's been like waking up every morning or like up at night, not being able to sleep, I assume, because it sounds like he's a night owl, yeah. um, like fretting that that day at midnight's going to be the, yeah. the day. Um, and there's a lot of a back and forth emotions like... Mateo is relieved about that but then now he's upset about his dad at his dad for Mm -hmm. not being there with Mm -hmm. him on his last day he's like hoping that I'll touch his hand and he'll wake up like Mm -hmm. a movie that kind of thing which is it's really sad it is really sad um he knows that everything's gonna change for his dad um and he brings out the photo and writes a little note on the back Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Um, thanking him, telling him that he's brave and that he's going to be okay. Like, this is Mateo mm-hmm. saying this. that um, And that um, he loves him. Mm-hmm. Which, this part, that part really got me. <laughs> and then his dad's nurse comes in. This is when I cried. Yeah. Aww. It's just like, mm-hmm. she was so sweet. She is And sweet. then she's like, tell me about him. Yes. And that's such a, like, thoughtful yes. thing. Yes for a nurse to, to do. do yeah yeah like because she's essentially being like well i know that you're gonna die and yeah. he hopefully wakes up mm-hmm. so tell me about him yeah. so that i know what he's like, like and exactly she can be there for him mm-hmm. like oh my god be supportive <laughs> yeah um so she mateo's like she must know that it's my like mm-hmm. last day or whatever mm-hmm. and or his end day and yes she does know um and like caitlin said she wants to know about more about dad um and he doesn't want his dad to die like he wants him to like not wake up and die mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. anything he wants him to carry on he wants him to keep mateo and his mom alive mm-hmm. he told a little story about how his dad would tell stories about his mom mm-hmm. at dinner instead of like asking about how their days were he yeah. would just tell stories about the mom um and we leave off he has something that he needs to tell his dad but we don't know what that is doesn't he just sing to his dad he sings to him and then he's like i have something to tell you i feel like it was him singing oh like i think that that's oh what it was. okay because we I... never there was nothing that he said he just i i get the feeling that mateo is actually a good singer but mm-hmm. he's too self-conscious to tell people so i feel like him singing to his dad dad. okay like his dad had probably never heard him sing before that was my impression i thought that he was gonna like come out to his dad right because i think mateo is gay okay but we never but he never says anything no maybe i don't know yeah maybe all right so mateo had told rufus to come back and get me in 10 minutes yes no matter what sort Mm -hmm. of thing 
So Rufus goes in to get Mateo. Fuck, that would suck as Rufus. Like, oh, I know, fuck. I know. I'm like, the I'd be like, we gotta go. Like, Sorry, time's up. Time's up. up. Yeah, let's go. You said ten minutes. No more minutes. Yeah. I'm like Jesus. And he knows that it sucks too. Yes, he does. Um, so he goes to get Mateo. He starts to pace and starts thinking of all these things. This is Mateo, sorry. Mm-hmm. He starts to pace and he starts thinking of all these things he needs to do for when his dad wakes up. Like his dad's super cleanly, so he needs to clean this and whatever. Mm-hmm. And Rufus kind of like he grabs him. He grabs Mateo by the shoulders and he tells him that his dad wouldn't want him wasting away here, and that he and that this was actually very sweet too. Rufus needs Mateo by his side, which was cute. Yeah, I'm not sure that Mateo, aside from Lydia and his dad, had ever mm-hmm. had someone say that they needed him so yeah. it was probably like something that actually did mm-hmm. snap him out of it mm-hmm. um again we find out mateo was hoping he might wake up today and <laughs> fuck. he finally walks out of the room but like has to check one last time yeah. oh my god my oh. heart yeah and then i just wrote oh gosh this chapter ruined me like that was my end note yeah. because i couldn't yeah just, like sobbing in bed <laughs> i know same my eyes don't usually wa- water but were they, they leaking they were leaking a little <laughs> onions they leak it <laughs> um okay so it's not too late for mateo to turn around and go back mm-hmm. to his dad um and spend the, his final day with him but he knows he can't mateo sees a homeless man and this is very like another thing that's mm-hmm. just showing mateo, mateo's character mm-hmm. um he they pass him and then he's like i need to give him money Mm -hmm. what do you got on you Mm -hmm. and rufus is like why i've been duped before how do you even know that guy's homeless yeah mateo wants rufus's support because he can't like go up to him alone Mm -hmm. essentially Mm -hmm. like come with me kind of thing Mm -hmm. and he does but he doesn't say anything Mm -hmm. he's like mateo you want this is your thing you need to deal with it this is what you wanted to do which mm-hmm. is good it pushes him slowly out of his shell yeah he does and he gives him some money and the man is so thankful mm-hmm. and it's like this small kindness that really shows rufus who mateo is i yeah. think yeah totally um one of the things i loved that mateo had said was i think we made his day by not pretending he's invisible mm-hmm. thanks for seeing him with me mm-hmm. i thought that was just so cute yeah Okay, now we meet Delilah Gray. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what her... I don't know either. I don't know what Maybe this Maybe we'll gonna... find out. So she was called by Deathcast, mm-hmm. but she thinks it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Because she had just called off her engagement with her ex-fiancé, I guess, Victor, that night. Who is Who called Rufus. Oh, Victor called Rufus? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she thinks that he is playing a prank. Is playing a prank by getting one of his Oh my god. And, like friends to call her. Worst prank ever. That would be the worst That's prank. Awful. <laughs> like, that would actually yeah. be so bad. Yeah. Surprise. Just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um we also find out she's got like crazy rainbow hair, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like she's kind of going through a life transition. She is a writer. She decides she's going to report a story on a famous actor named Howie Maldonado. Mm-hmm. And, oh, this was when I wrote my side note about not liking when actors <laughs> combine fact with fiction. Right. Um, but I don't have the technical 
terms of all of this, but Howie is the villain in the books. books. The Scorpio, Scorpius Hawthorne series. Which I guess has also been turned into movies. movies. It's like Harry Potter. Yes, that's exactly and what like, I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that's also Mateo's favorite. Yes. Yes. So I'm guessing there's, that's that connection. There's a like, lot of connections. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just like hearing about yeah. random yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, the breaking news. And yeah. she's like, that's going to be my story. Yeah. I want that. So she's, bye. Yeah. Um, so Mateo is going around to ATMs and taking out as much money as he can for Lydia and Penny um they both decide it's too early to see him and he's like let's just wait in the, the lobby and until it's okay time to go see them and rufus is like nah not about that <laughs> let's grab some grub yum, um, uh, yum. oh i'm hungry can Ooh, we eat after yes okay. <laughs> <laughs> um uh mateo uh, is realizing that this last friendship is very one-sided he's feeling guilty about that which i don't think it's necessarily is one-sided maybe maybe i think just in the way that he realized that yes. rufus hadn't shared anything, anything with yeah. him yeah but maybe that's what rufus likes to do for people i did see it as a little yeah. one-sided because they went to see his dad mm-hmm. and they're going to see Lydia. Yes. Like, yeah i do see it as a little one-sided mm-hmm. but in the same breath like rufus wouldn't be there yeah he didn't want to be right exactly like type to be like bye but also I understand, like, he can't see his friends. Yeah. He can't go back. He has no family, sadly. Yeah. Maybe this is something that gives him energy and fulfillment by helping others in his way, like, supporting. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so they're at the diner. Um, Deckers eat free. Sweet. <laughs> um, Ray, their waitress knows that sees that there are deckers and she's very upset mm-hmm. visibly upset mm-hmm. and um they order food um and mateo tells rufus that he's not gonna tell lydia that he's dying and rufus is kind of like why yeah he's like don't be a monster don't be that person <laughs> which is what i said mm-hmm. yeah right and so rufus asks like why um and he doesn't want Mateo doesn't want to ruin um, her day and that he's thinking maybe he is being a bit selfish about this. Mm-hmm. He does ask some really like poignant questions like mm-hmm. throughout these chapters and he asks um, was life better before death cast? Mm-hmm. Rufus doesn't really like indulge him in this. He tells him to just like let go mm-hmm. like don't think about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and Rufus does end up t- opening up a little bit telling him what he wanted to do like with his life yeah. and that was to travel the world taking photos mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. and they get their um dinner or brekkie and he has a chicken salad which no why would you eat that on your last day <laughs> and then uh, rufus ordered his usual for mateo which was sweet which was french toast and sweet potato fries ah uh, yum mm-hmm. i don't know if those go together yeah but like yum. yeah i would eat it i'm yeah. hungry right now <laughs> Me too. my tummy's doing a growl we also find out that mateo wanted to be an architect yes sorry yes um 
they're obviously together. He tries to get Mateo to ride on the pegs of his bike, and Mateo's like, hell no. And Rufus also doesn't know why the Plutos aren't texting him back. Yeah, he's like, what the heck? Yeah. So Mateo tells Rufus about Lydia's boyfriend, Christian. Oh, this is awful. So sad. So we find out that Christian died one week before Penny was born, which is awful. And so at that point, I was like, I can see why Mateo is hesitant to say anything to um, Lydia. Yeah. Um, Because we also find out that Christian was actually away when when he got the alert and Lydia slept through all of his calls, texts, their version of FaceTime. Oh, my God. All of these things. And... Could you imagine? Yeah. He was like hitching a ride to try to get back to them to see them. It was awful. And then that's when he passed away. Um, but Lydia is happy to see Mateo when she, she, when he gets there, um, and she tells him that that guy, Howie, got the alert. So that's why everybody's, that's what the whole dealio was. That's a breaking story. Um, and Mateo starts to tell her how proud he he is of her and how proud he he thinks that Christian would have been. Mm -hmm. Lydia is a bit sus on that. Um, because that's not really how their friendship works. Um, and he thinks, Mateo thinks that she's caught on to, um, him. Yeah. And she's just like asking him for some help with a lot of little Yeah, like she's like, chores, don't leave. And then he takes the garbage out, leaves the money, blocks her number and goes, Oh, my heart. My heart. Oh, man. I hate that. Yeah. Okay, so Rufus gives Mateo a bit of a pep talk because obviously he's, like, mm-hmm. not feeling great after that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he ends up showing him his Instagram. He tells him how he can't get a hold of his friends. Um, Mateo suggests he use his Instagram and his posts in to, to have them be in color versus in black and white, which was his previous pre-end day aesthetic, yeah. yes. Um, and Rufus decides that that's a good idea, kind of like his last little like mm-hmm. legacy um, to do this because, like I said, he can't get a hold of his friends, so he'll mm-hmm. just kind of leave this there for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and side note, you can actually find their Instagram. You can, <laughs> but, but spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Um, Peck, fucking asshole, what a dick, dick, garbage. He's upset with Amy because he wants she wants to spend time with him on his end day, which. <laughs> What selfish asshole. Um, he's pissed off still. He's really pissed still. Yeah. And But he needs to, like, take a nap or whatever. And things... <laughs> well, it is. I guess it is, like, the middle of the night. I guess, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. um, sleep is for the week. <laughs> yeah. um, Me, I'm the weakest. I love sleeping. <laughs> Me too. I love sleep. Um, and he's uh, got a threat. Things don't look good for Rufus if he's still around when he wakes up. Yikes! So yikes! Like he's gonna die. Just What's leave the difference? Who cares? He's gonna yeah. be gone in twenty four hours. Yeah. Like fuck. Just let it go. All right, Rufus. Back to Rufus. He calls the Plutos. No answer. We find out that Lydia is calling Matteo from her grandmother's phone. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Matteo doesn't answer. Mm-hmm. Um, Rufus FaceTimes Amy. She answers, and she ends up telling him what happened to the boys. So that's good. At least he knows they're not, mm-hmm. like, ignoring him or whatever. 
Um, and he's pissed because she isn't leaving Peck because she's like, are you guys still together? And she doesn't answer. Mm-hmm. And then he hangs up on her and turns around to tell Mateo because Amy had said that the boys had gotten arrested and Mateo overheard this mm-hmm. and then Mateo freaked out and he's gone. Mateo's like, I gotta go, peace. <laughs> yeah. Um, Amy, yeah, she's Amy's trying to get a hold of Rufus again and he won't answer any of his her calls yeah yeah and then we find out that like she's into fitness yeah she's <laughs> in what's... that was weird that she was like kind of following her and her fa- parents footsteps i think is what they were trying to with the klepto thing yeah, yeah. with the klepto thing and yeah. then she found the weights instead and yeah. has channeled her energy yeah. into Just, that like, which weird. is good yes. but i was like she likes fitness she's into lifting <laughs> yeah cool you lift bro uh, yeah <laughs> you lift, bro Okay, Mateo ran away from Rufus because he heard his friends got arrested. Um, I'm not a part of this. No, he's like, get me out of here. I'm Rufus. a wild guy. Yeah. <laughs> Rufus obviously catches up and he expl- says he'll explain everything. They mm-hmm. end up going to Central Park and mm-hmm. they find this Alice in Wonderland statue, mm-hmm. which if you look at Rufus's Instagram, mm-hmm. um, Mateo like loves it. He's thinking about, I wrote this down because I thought this was interesting. Mateo was thinking about an assignment he, he had in school where they had to reimagine world events like the plague, world wars, and 9 11 mm-hmm. if they had death cast then. Mm-hmm. <sighs> like 9 11 with death cast? The phones would be off the hook. For I know, everything. but like, what do you think it would have not happened? Or? I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Because like all of those people, maybe they wouldn't have gone to work. Like, yeah, gone. To, yeah, true. Mm hmm. I don't they would know. have lived their last day, but they would have still, I guess. Like, they would have had to have died somehow. Yes. So would it have just been something different? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm so curious about this death cast thing. Like, it. how does it... Like, you know, the whole thing of, like, you go back in time and you kill a dragonfly and mm-hmm. you ruin the world or whatever. Like, yeah. that's what this kind of reminds me yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. And the, how the teacher was like, you guys should be lucky that you have yeah. that in your life. And it's like... Shouldn't should they though yeah anyways okay it is strange um this is where oh yeah mm-hmm. rufus tells him about what happened yeah um so rufus is feeling lucky to have mateo mm-hmm. and that like he was able to explain he's able to explain um what happened mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. and that kind of appeases mateo mm-hmm. he, i guess yeah he's feeling really lucky because he has literally has nobody now because his pals are in jail mm-hmm. so um he does open up to mateo about his whole situation mm-hmm. from the very beginning mm-hmm. like from his when his parents got the, the call, call yeah which was really sad i don't know i'm not gonna go really into that very much i don't yeah. think yeah it was sad yeah it's sad mm-hmm and we and, found out he was close with yeah, his sister. Yeah, he was really close with his sister, Olivia. Well, yeah. <laughs> and we find out mm-hmm. that he... Well, we, I guess we found out in the beginning, but he's bisexual. He's bisexual, yes. yes. Um, Which he's... Mateo's like, oh. Interesting. Interesting. And yeah. then he's like, how did you... That's in my... Pro, it was in my profile. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um... Mateo and Rufus go to the Make a Moment attraction. Mm-hmm. They decide to skydive. Um, and when they walk out, they both feel it was pretty anticlimactic. It was a bust. <laughs> yeah. It was a bust. It wasn't as great as they thought it was going to yeah. be. Mateo's not allowed to pick anymore. Yeah, that was activities. funny. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. 
Um, so Lydia, oh, poor, poor Lydia. Yeah. Um, she's wishing Mateo, she's figured it all out. Yeah. She's wishing that Mateo would have let her into his life. Mm -hmm. Um, but she does hope that he finds what he's looking for, Mm -hmm. which is, it is sweet. She seems like a solid human. She does seem like a really great friend to him. Um, now we're with Rufus. They're adventuring. There's they a Pepsi up- and Coke battle. Yes! Diet Coke's better than everything else. Summer, I don't care what you say. Pepsi's <laughs> There is graffiti of Pepsi beating up Coke, though. <laughs> no, it's the other way around. The Coke's going to come back and be like, pew, pew. And Malcolm was a Pepsi guy. No. But he posted no. the Coke photo. Mm-hmm. No. Garbage, huh? Mm-hmm. Summer and Chantel have to fight. Fight! Fight! <laughs> Um, so they find abandoned payphones. Rufus takes a pic, documents it. This is when we find out that Mateo came across a man, a boy once, who was covered in blood, and he literally took the shoes off of his own feet and gave them to a stranger on a street who didn't have any. Mateo must be protected at all costs. I know, he's so pure. He he's really is pure. so kind. And then they sort of have a conversation about how everything is going extinct. Yeah. Everything. They're just like connecting. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Everything's going to go away. Yeah. Um, so then we're with Tego and they're still in jail Mm -hmm. and, um, Malcolm and him start talking about like what they would do if they got the call Mm -hmm. and Tego's like, I don't think that he would try to look for his mom or find out what happened to his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Which... Um, I thought it was interesting that I wanted to ask you. Tego takes off his glasses mm. when he needs a moment to space out. Do you ever do that? Moment. I'll take them off at work if I'm feeling a bit stressed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't see anything. I can't, it's all I good. Oh, yeah. And I'll just like rub my that. face. I wonder if other people do that. It's so nice to just take your glasses off and rub your face. It's like amazing. I guess if I wanted like a moment, I'd just have to close my eyes. Because yeah. I'll wear glasses at work, but like I can see when I mm-hmm. take them off. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it would be like to not see. It's just real blurry. <laughs> just so blurry okay cross um, your eyes and go yeah i guess i could cross my eyes Ooh, i don't like that okay now we're meeting a guy named kendrick o'connell he just lost his job at the sandwich shop mm-hmm. sounds like he's not doing too good mm-hmm. he talks about how he doesn't have any luck except for this one time that he got beat up in his brand new shoes that his mom had gotten for him as like because he needed a win and mm-hmm. they weren't they didn't have money mm-hmm. gave to him and they were stolen and some guy on the street gave him his own shoes. Mateo, Mateo. He's uh he learned after that he learned how to fight mm-hmm. and he became known as the Knockout King. Yeah. And then we also find out that he's in a fucking gang with Pac. Yeah. So we know how this one's going to go. Connections. 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 Um, Mateo asks Rufus if he's cool with going to the cemetery to visit his mom. (laughs) Um, But on the way, Rufus asks to stop at a pharmacy and he buys Legos. Legos! It's cute. And um, they're on the subway and then suddenly the train stops and the, the lights go out and everything flip and then mateo <laughs> starts we die yeah oh literally i was like oh well obviously we were halfway through, yeah they weren't gonna <laughs> die but like i uh, i they mateo honestly thinks that that's when they're gonna yeah die. like obviously yes. yeah um rufus is trying to like 
distract him tell him like this happens all the time Mateo's not so easily convinced he knows that it doesn't happen all the time but then Rufus distracts him with the Legos just cute yeah Rufus is trying to distract him and then he asks um, some questions and Mateo is just it's a a, like a loaded question and Mateo just he asked Mateo where he'd want to go where he'd want to go and then Mateo's like I want to do all these things I want to go everywhere watch the documentary yeah Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to go everywhere Yeah. yeah And then he falls asleep. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I need to go to bed. I'm sleepy. Um, and he feels like Rufus is his guardian, which mm-hmm. is cute. The Rufus decides to take a photo of Mateo sleeping. As soon as he does, the lights go back on. You're a wizard. You're a wizard, Rufus. Um, and he realizes that Mateo is having a nightmare and Aww. he grabs his arm. He saves him. Yeah, he's must. Mateo's nightmare was that he was skiing. <laughs> which is reference to, to Rufus. Rufus's, earlier. yeah. Um, and then there's like an avalanche boulder thingy and he like falls off the side of the cliff. Dead birds. And headless then birds. headless yeah. birds back to the birds. Yep. Um, and then Mateo's kind of like, what the heck? I got gypped out. My last dream wasn't even a good one. That would suck. Fuck. That would suck. <laughs> uh, now Delilah, she wants to go on this interview to Howie. Mm-hmm. Her editor's like, no, she proves that she knows like everything about him. Mm-hmm. So her editor agrees that she can come along. She like sends her on a mission and she falls on the street and it's like, yikes. And then she still doesn't believe that she's she a Decker. Doesn't. She's like, I'm this, whatever. This yeah. is not me. I'm yeah. not a Decker, whatever. Um, Mateo, again, he does ask some really great questions. This is sad. Um, but he asks Rufus if he believes in an afterlife. Um, Rufus does. Like, he thinks that we actually have two afterlifes and that right now they're dead mm-hmm. and that they have this day when they're dead to mm-hmm. live, live it up mm-hmm. essentially so that they can pass on to the next afterlife with no regrets. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I like, I feel like I kind of, I do like that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I like no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> no, no live with no regrets. <laughs> um, <laughs> then they arrive at his mother's grave and then there's somebody digging a, a grave beside it. And then he realizes, shit, that's my grave. Jesus Christ. So I can speak on this in a different way, but yes. when... We got my mom's tombstone made. My mom and my dad are obviously going to be buried together. Yes. And they told dad, like, it's cheaper to just, because they, when they go to the cemetery to mm. engrave it, they charge per character. Right. So they had said it's cheaper for you now to get your name put on the stone, stone. with, like, your birthday, birthday yeah. and then just leave the death day blank yeah and so when i go and visit my mom my dad's name is on the stone and it's like that's a trip yeah Yeah, that is just weird weird. and like i couldn't imagine well i see you see that you do see that all the time in in cemeteries so yeah yeah. but yeah Yeah, yeah, i wouldn't know personally personally yeah yeah, but like i i I don't know if i've asked my dad but like i remember saying to him i don't like seeing your name on it like it's weird yeah that would be a trip just because it's cheaper yeah (laughs) 
Well, I'm saving some money. Saving some money. But I mean, like, in a way, he's saving me money. He's a thrifty yeah. king. We love right? that for you guys. <laughs> it's so weird. So I couldn't imagine seeing, like, my own yeah. grave. Yes. He's see- <laughs> literally seeing his grave, his being tombstone, dug. his dug- yeah. grave being dug, everything. Oh, Lord. So Rufus is like, tells the guy to scram. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Scram sandwich, as Caitlin would say. No, that's not me. That's you. I've never said scram sandwich. I've said scram sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. You've said that. Scram sandwich. Scram sandwich. Mm. I'm on a sandwich. <laughs> I'm hungry. Mm, okay, 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 okay. We're almost done. Um, Rufus tells the guy to scram. Um, and Mateo asks for a minute with his mom. Um, and he's talking with his mom, which is really sweet. Mm-hmm. And he asks her if he's um, if she's excited to meet him, which is <laughs> really sweet. Um, asking her if he's gonna find love in the afterlife because he wasn't able to um in the living world and then he finally asks her to take care of him Mm -hmm. as he's making this transition Mm -hmm. which is really sweet and my eyes are a little bit welly up right now (laughs) um and then he goes and sits in his own grave and rufus comes and joins him gets in with yeah. And there's not enough room. There's it's so cute room. that he did that. Yeah. And I do like how Mateo is like, get your own grave. Yeah. What yeah. the heck? Yeah. And then we leave off with Mateo asking him if he believes in fate. Yeah. And explaining why he does. Yeah. yeah. But also, um, they got, it started to rain. Yes. So they were getting out of the grave and Rufus helps him out. And Mateo <sighs> says, the poetry you could write about Rufus mm-hmm. helping me out of my grave isn't lost on me. Yeah. Uh, oh lord oh so questions yes what is up with uh delilah yeah what is up with her what is up with howie obviously Mm -hmm. peck is gonna send kendrick to go kill or go beat up rufus Rufus, and mateo is gonna be there Mm -hmm. he's gonna recognize mateo so that's not gonna happen Mm -hmm. or is it Mm -hmm. i don't know i think well yeah. Or, like, do you think Mateo's going to protect Rufus and that's how they both die? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I was thinking, I wonder if that Howie, this is a publicity stunt for him. Oh, yikes. Because he's famous. Like, him pretending that it's his last day, maybe? And, and then being like, like, look, I survived Death Cast. And then, like, um, Delilah goes and interviews him and, like, dies. Or maybe... Maybe he's faking it, and then she goes, and then she, like, saves him, and that's how she dies? Maybe. But why? What, what's their relation to? I don't know. I don't know. Because yeah. it's not a parallel story. It's no. not about them. The only thing that ties Delilah right now to them is Victor. Right. And Rufus. And Rufus. Yeah. <sighs> interesting. Right. Interesting. I guess we'll just have to keep reading. We'll just have to keep reading. Okay. Part three next week. Part Read part three. Okay. Oh, by the way, oh. I'm Kate. Oh. <laughs> and I'm Brandy. And I'm Ruby. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. 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 Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. 
If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.